strengthened. You feel it more fully in your body, and it feels more accessible to you. Now, what we think is happening is that we have these memory networks that are in our mind and our body. We have information that's very positive, and we have information that is traumatic. Now, this positive information, if we activate it with this bilateral stimulation, seems to strengthen and then integrate with this other information. For instance, if you're feeling you know, anxious about giving a speech and you're just feeling like you're small, you can't really do it, maybe you had a mean teacher in grammar school who humiliated you, what's happened is your memory networks of feeling small and insecure and inadequate are activated. And even though you're an adult and you've had many experiences of being competent, you're feeling small and incompetent because those old experiences are activated. Now what you can do is you can think of times when you were strong and powerful. Maybe when you gave a speech and you were very successful at it. And as you think of those positive experiences, you're activating these other memory networks that are positive. And then you can add a little bit of this alternating bilateral stimulation. What happens is those experiences are strengthened and they begin to integrate with the feelings of fear. And you have more access to your power, more access to your positive resources through this tapping technique. Now, with EMDR, how this evolved for us was in the early days of EMDR, we would tap in what we called safe place or peaceful place. Imagine a place that feels calm and comforting to you, a place that you like to go. It can be real or imaginary. And as you imagine this place, you really evoke the resources, the, your inner experience of this as strongly as you can, and then you tap to strengthen it. Now, in EMDR, what we would do is we would do this in the very beginning of treatment in order to provide the traumatized person a sense of, of comfort, of peace that they could go to if they needed to. It also helped us evaluate, did they have the inner strength to handle working through trauma memories? Through time, we found that we added other resources. I've written three other books on EMDR, one of which is about working with adults abused in childhood. And with people who've had a lot of childhood trauma, it's helpful to bring in other resources. And so we began to use other resources, such as nurturing figures, protector figures, and wisdom figures. And as we imagine these figures and we tap them in, they provide much more support for doing the trauma work. So the person has more access to these resources as they do the work, and also in their daily life. So with EMDR in the beginning, we were using these resources as a way to help create stabilization and strengthen the person to do the trauma work. But over time, what we've seen is we can use this resource tapping to help manage anxiety between sessions or in daily life. Or we can use it to help people who are going through medical procedures or preparing to go through medical procedures. We can help manage anxiety when we're flying. We can help go to sleep at night. We can help boost our performance. We can help open creativity. So. There are many ways we can take these resources that are within us and focus on them, activate them, and then add the tapping 
that strengthens them and helps integrate them into our broader system. What I want to do now is I want to distinguish for you the difference between EMDR and resource tapping. EMDR is a trauma therapy that uses bilateral stimulation to reprocess traumatic incidents. It was developed specifically to work with post-traumatic stress disorder. It's probably one of the most powerful and effective methods for working with trauma. With EMDR, what we do is we activate the memory network where the trauma is stored with the image, the emotions, the body sensations, and the negative beliefs, and we activate it as much as we can. And then, using a protocol that's been developed, we add bilateral stimulation, right, left, right, left. In the early days, it was eye movements. And we reprocess the trauma, and it sets off this very rapid processing effect.